0: eating a burger and kissing one are two entirely different things. So why did I dream about dressing Heather in ketchup and alternating between kissing her and biting her, and not in a good way? James threw a wet washcloth at me from the bed. I glanced his way, arching my eyebrow. What the hell did he want? My brother copied my expression but gave a half-smile to taunt my infatuated stare. Yeah? So what if I wanted to watch Heather out the window? Girl is hot. I know you like her, but this is ridiculous. He slumped against the pillows and picked at a stray thread on the comforter. We hadn't been at the house more than 12 hours, and he already had cabin fever. His shoulder bandages needed changing, but I'd have to let Connie do that. Her or Grandma Jean. Yeah, Heather's grandma made us call her Grandma Jean— I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but since we sought refuge at her home, our obligation to do what she wanted was a bit strong. Heather's curls lifted in the early May morning breeze. I don't care what anyone says. Northern Idaho is hella cold in early summer, late spring, or whatever this was. Heather wore shorts outside, and while I loved the view of her legs, I couldn't hold back the shiver. I'd followed her out there and had to turn back. James glanced at the clock on the side table. When are you going to get some food? I'm famished. The pale tinge to his skin confirmed his claim. You could at least act like you're wounded, I grumbled, shifting in my seat. The shower hadn't helped last night, nor had sitting in James' room with Connie and my mom tossing around theories and what-ifs. I was bored out of my mind, starving as hell, and couldn't get my mind out of the gutter. I'm not going out there to hunt yet. I know you're hungry, me too, but it's freezing outside. Heather promised it would get warmer in a couple of hours. You can wait until then. I pointed at his injured shoulder. Hey, it might be healed even more at that point. You could go with me. Leaving him alone with Heather, especially as the hunger built inside him, didn't sit well with me. We sat in silence, our topics limited to the immediate concerns. Talking about the impending war, food, and our situation looming before us didn't seem like the best way to spend our time. And yet, what else did we care about in the moment? I cleared my throat. I needed meat. My tongue was drying out. So, do you have any ideas? Of course, I couldn't avoid the carcass in the room. I was too damn blunt. He shrugged, but worry added a tinge of anger to his voice. No, Dominic didn't share more with me than his orders and the obvious pain. I wish I could say I'd seen inside his brain and had the secret of all of his plans, but I don't. You most likely have more insight than me, you know? The front door slammed, cutting off my response. Not that I had one worth saying. I'd most likely just hmm at him. Hell, I don't know what Dominic, the bastard, wanted, but I do know it wasn't to deliver roses and kiss my cheek. If I were Dominic, I'd swarm this place to get to Heather and to get revenge on me. You think you're that important? His solemn tone dominated the meaning behind his smart-assy question. I folded my arms. I wouldn't say I'm important I think he's sociopathic and OCD just enough to want to get back at me for defecting and taking her and you with me. Well, what do you think we should do? We don't have many people on our side. He adjusted in the bed with his one good arm, wincing at the effort the movement claimed. I feel like I need a plan. I'm going crazy just sitting here. Storing up on fuel and food is important. Ditches, maybe? We could fill them with tar or oil-soaked hay or something. I don't know what the resources are like up here. We might need to ask Grandma Jean. Planning on defending a house with just a few people had a more surreal feeling than even when I bent over an animal to feed. The heat would call me. Would I have the strength to stay away from it?